Hey everyone, it's Liam from the podcast here. Thank you so much for coming and checking out the Fumble the Anthology, our Call of Cthulhu play podcast. Uh, we've been doing the podcast for a while now, um, and we've noticed that uh, for the most part when people come and check out our podcast for the first time, they do so by listening to this very first episode, which makes sense. We're a narr- narrative-based ba- podcast, so listening to the very first episode makes sense. But this was us at our most inexperienced uh, it was pretty much a pilot episode, and uh, two of the players aren't regulars at the podcast anymore. Um, so if you want a more uh, indicative uh, experience with the podcast or have a better idea if this is the podcast for you, I highly suggest you recommend listening to one of our more recent playthroughs first, just to get a better idea of where we're at as a podcast now, because we've improved in terms of just playing the game and editing as well. So, yeah, if, go listen to one of our more recent ones first, if you like. Um, that will give you a better idea if you're going to enjoy this or not. And then, yeah, come back and listen to this one because it's still a great episode. Um, it's just me being very inexperienced with editing. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, enjoy. The, it's starting with a man called Rupert Merriweather. You all know him. You haven't seen him for a long time. None of you know each other. Um, how you know Mr. Rupert Merriweather is up to your own character. Um, he's about 65 and you knew he was uh, like an anthropologist into sort of like human history. Um, but other than that, how you know him and your interaction with him in the past is up to you. Um, all you get from him is a, a letter in the post or hand delivered by a courier that says, um, dear old friend. I wish I could write to you under better circumstances, but I must cut to the chase. I'm dying. My wife keeps saying I should not give up and that the doctors and nurses have more emerging modern treatments to try, but I can feel that it is almost time. Please fulfill a dying man's wish and visit me this Thursday afternoon at one o'clock. I am in St. Mary's Teaching Hospital in Arkham. Kindest regards, Rupert. The Fumbled Anthology presents Edge of Darkness, a Call of Cthulhu scenario written by Keith Herber and revised by Dan Kramer, Mike Mason and Lynn Hardy, featuring Toby Laughlin as Jimmy Higgins. I spoke to one of the nurses. She said it was strange. Uh, The doctors couldn't explain exactly what was making him ill. Alice Michelli as... Agatha Fortunus. Rupert, dear, whatever has happened to you, you you look absolutely ghastly. Alex Green as Oliver Freeman. It wasn't me who left the pizza in all the encyclopedias, all right? That was the other guy. That was the other guy, okay? You know know me. You know me. And Liam Braid as the Keeper of Arcane Law. And everyone else. Part 1. A Dying Man's Wish It's about 12.40 in the afternoon on Thursday and the sun is shining. It's, it's summer, so it's hot. It's a bit uncomfortable. Um, St. Mary's Teaching Hospital, it's like a big old stone and brick, like Art Deco type hospital. 
Um, the, the main lobby is like a big open area, but there's like no furnishings or anything. It's just a couple of wooden benches on either side of the room. Um, and there's like one of those like wooden reception rings in the middle with like a receptionist lady bearing her nose into a book. Um, it's quite a modern facility. There's lots of new treatments and that always being tried in this hospital. So it's got a good reputation for um, looking after people. Um, and through the doors walks a man called Jimmy Higgins. Do you want to describe to us about what Jimmy Higgins looks like and how he feels walking into this hospital to meet Mr. Merriweather? Jimmy Higgins is a big boy, you know. He's been around the block a few times. He uh, knows how to handle himself. He's not bad looking either. He uh, finds this this world to be a bit odd because you can't go down to the boozer and knock back a pint. They're all uh, they're all in a tiver about it over here. So I don't know what I'll do in my time off, but uh, for now I've got to go follow up this letter for the gov. Cool. Um, as you walk in, uh, Mr. Higgins, he sees the reception lady. Um, the reception lady is already busy talking to a, a woman and you overhear that her name, she introduces herself to the reception lady as, as Miss Agatha Fortuness. Um, who, who is this lady? Agatha Fortuness is a lady of her own means. She's been searching for a while for meaning, not that you need to know what that what that entails, but she's here because a very old friend of hers, Rupert Merriweather, a man who, who helped us set on the path she is today, asked her to come down, and so she found time in her busy schedule to do so. Great. Yeah, and I think, I think you both... He, she, she says this, to, the reception lady said this, says this to Agatha, but I think you would also probably hear this... Uh, Jimmy, that she says, oh, uh, Mr. Merriweather, he's up on the third floor in uh, room 12, I believe. Yeah, I've no interest in this Jimmy Higgins, so I'll just go straight up to Mr. Merriweather. Cool. So you, you find a, like a, a, a nurse to show you the way. It's quite a labyrinth, this hospital. There's a ton of corridors and different wards and all sorts of things. You, you, it's, it's a bit of a mess, to be honest. Um, but you get up to the third floor and the nurse is like, ah, uh, Mr. Merriweather, uh, just up on the left there, room 12. Um, but let, let me go in first, see if he's doing okay, and I'll come out and bring you in when, when, when he's ready, okay? Um, I, would, I would just go directly in. I feel like my character wouldn't care about waiting, so I would just go directly in with <laughs> Okay, well, well, in doing that, you, you walk past another... Another younger chap waiting outside the room already. Um, mm -hmm. His name's Mr. Oliver Freeman. Who, who's this gentleman? Uh, Oliver Freeman, he's, a, um, he's from Massachusetts. Uh, he's here to see uh, you know, an old friend of his, Rupert. Um, Rupert helped him out of some dark times after he came back from the war, um, physically disfigured. Sort of Rupert helped him get back on his feet, find him a job at the local library. Uh, and he's, yeah, he's a, he's a big guy, but he's very unassuming. Um, you know, doesn't really know his own strength, but yeah, he's, um, yeah, he's here to, to pay his respects to his, to his friend who helped him get back on his feet after, you know, suffering the horrors of the war and yeah, so he's hmm. lovely. And he sort of sees, so sort of sees this woman, you know, rush through and he's just thinking to himself, well, why I order? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, so Agatha's just burst on in. What are the other two? What are the other two of you gonna do? I uh, I walk over to the young man. Oh, I'm mosey on over to the young man. Uh, sorry, what's the guy's name? The old guy. What? The, oh. the old guy who we're here to see. Oh, Rupert yeah. Rupert Merriweather. All right, so I, I mosey on over to the young man. I say. All right, how's it going? You here to see Mr. Merriweather too? Yeah, sure, sure I am. Right, yep. Right. Yep. Yep. And how do you but, know him then? He uh, he helped me. He helped me have a dark spot. You know. Yeah. He helps a lot of people. He's a yeah. good man. Yeah. All right. What's your name, sir? Oh, uh, you can call me Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy. Me, Mr. Nice Merriweather, go way back. Yeah, he used to do a bit of work for me gov there. And uh, the gov sent me over here to respond to the letter that he sent. You got a letter as well? Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, you, thought you know so. This is a, you know what this is about? No clue. I'm just here for the gov. Mm. Okay, then. Meanwhile, Agatha's burst in. Um... Agatha, as you, you you go in the door and the nurse is like, oh, I, 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 I told you to wait outside. I, I, was, I need to make sure he's okay first. Um, and then you... I don't you... care. He, I, I would just be like, I don't care. I, he has asked to see me. I want to see him. I don't care what state he's in. He told me he's dying. I don't think he's going to be in his Sunday best exactly. So <laughs> I'm ready to listen. And, and you hear a croaky voice go out. No, it's okay. You can let them in now. Um... The other two as well. And then so the nurse invites the, the both of you in as well. Um, you, you, you walk in and you, you recognise him, but none of you have ever seen him like this. He's, you know he's in his mid-60s, but he looks much, much older. He's, he's withered, he's pale, he's gaunt. None of you have ever seen him like this. Um, no. There's also two other people in the room. You you don't recognise them, but you think maybe the, his family. Um, they're just sort of sit, standing to the side of the room, not really saying anything. Um, yeah. Well, I would I would just like rush. You know, this is someone who I feel would be important, so I would just rush to like whatever the chair is that's nearest and and take his hand, but like relatively gently and just be like Rupert dear whatever has happened to you 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 look absolutely ghastly uh, what has happened you not not two years ago you were the height of health you know and I'd just be very worried yeah and and Rupert's like ah my my dear friends come in please it, it is so wonderful to see you however I must skip the talk about my melody because I have something more important to get to. Um, oh, this is my wife, Agnes, and my son, Bertrand. Um, Agnes is crying. She's very somber. She's basically, it looks like she's already started grieving for Rupert. Um, and she says, oh, nice to meet you all. Um, but Bertrand, the son, he doesn't really say anything. He looks more concerned about you guys being there than his own father's health at that point. Um, and then, so Rupert says, oh, Agnes, son, will you both please excuse me and my friends here for a moment? And Bertrand doesn't look like he wants to leave, but, uh, 
but his mother basically drags him out of there. And then Rupert goes on for a bit and says, Ah, oh, now we are alone. I want to... Oh, goodness. Um, I don't believe any of you have met, have you? Did you get a chance to meet outside? I've met the young man here, but uh, I don't believe I've met yourself, love. My name is Agatha. That is all you need to know. Very well. Uh, well cry any further. Well, <laughs> I don't know if this is, that's going to help much then, but I, I'm afraid I have no other choice. <sighs> right. I would love to catch up with you all, and I'm so, so sorry for not uh, keeping in contact with you these last few years, but uh, I must get to this. And he points to, like, a metal box on the nightstand next to him. It's just a metal box. There's nothing on it. Um, and then he goes on and he says, ah, Right. In my youth, I and some fellow students became involved in what we believed to be an innocent exploration of the occult. Uh, led by a slightly older man named Marion Allen, the six of us purchased an old farmhouse a few miles west of here, near the village of Ross's Corners. There, <coughs> there, we would conduct seances and other uh, physical research in privacy. Um, alas, our work had uh, unforeseen results. You see, our last experiment summoned an evil force into this world and instead of attempting to expel the thing, we were all too afraid and abandoned the house. Um, confident that the magic that brought the evil to this world would also keep it confined to that house or send it back after a short time. However, I have since discovered that the spell that binds the entity to that house lasts only as long as the casters live. I am the last of the group, and I fear that upon my death, the thing will go free and wreak havoc on the folks thereabouts. I am too old, too ill, and too much of a coward to go back to that house, to banish the thing myself, but I am guilty of many things, but my deepest sin was unleashing that horror that fateful night. And I am convinced that upon my death, the entity will escape and cause chaos to others. Take the box, he says. All the aid I can offer you lies within. You must find the courage to send that thing back to where it came. Please do this for me. I guess Oliver would sort of just be like sort of hanging back uh, on the sort of head ring against the wall, sort of holding his stump. He's very awkward, you know. Mm. A lot of well, I have some interest in the occult, so I would probably take it as like He's some. Just... And you're sitting right next to it. And I'm well. sitting right next to it. So yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. take it. Can we open it or anything? Or look well, inside before it? you do, you, you've, barely <laughs> even pick, you've barely even picked it up and okay. Rupert starts choking a lot. Um, he's spasming a lot, and he basically vomits um, a whole load of blood all over you, Agatha, since you're standing right there. Um, 
It's disgusting. <laughs> We're going to do our first sanity roll for the game. Oh, because come on. The fact that fact that he's uh, vomited a whole lot of blood all over you, and you, you you weren't even aware that he was sick until till you got this letter. Yeah, so right. what you do is you roll your sanity for me and tell me if you fail. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh no! I got a I got a bub. Yeah, I passed. I got a fifty, and I have forty sanity. All right. What did you get? Alice? Oh. Oh, hang on. Uh, I got. Uh, I got a seventy-nine. All right. And I'm, a, I'm at forty. Oh, you All really right. did so, that. Makes so sense. Agatha and Oliver lose one sanity each. Yep. So we just go down to thirty-nine. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Higgins isn't really phased by this. He 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 feels that. Well, how would you feel in this moment? Jimmy. I've seen blokes do worse with a snooker cue down at the pub. <laughs> um, so yeah, Rupert's just—he's—he's he's coughing up blood. He's basically goes unconscious. Uh, uh, I, at this point, Jimmy Higgins turns around. So, so has um, has Oliver Freeman gone insane from failing his check? Is he like momentarily insane? No, no, he only lost one sanity. He needs yeah, to lose no. a bit more than that. But okay, so I turn around and I say, Oliver, quick, go get the nurse. Mister Merriweather needs help. And he's just Oliver's just sitting there shocked, like, okay, okay, okay. Sort of runs out. He goes, we need a medic. We need a medic. <laughs> um, I, I think I would just be sitting, like literally sitting there with this metal box. I think I just would be in shock, to be honest. I'm just like, this, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go over to uh, what's your character's name? Agatha. I'll go over to Agatha and take out my cleanly pressed, <laughs> folded and ironed handkerchief and offer it to her. And I guess I would just take it and just start like wipe, like once I've broken out of the shock, like I would. Take it because I have a hanky, but I don't want to ruin my handkerchief, and I don't know you. Well, so you know, I take it and just like at least like wipe my eyes, and then just kind of drop it on the ground <laughs> in shock. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Oliver runs out. Um, there's lots of nurses and doctors around, so they immediately rush in. So does Agnes and Birch, and they come rushing in. Um, and the doctors are like, "Please give us the room." All of you leave now, um, and they they basically force you out of the room, um, unless any of you wants to try and stay. I'm just I'm not very I'm not moving very much. Someone's gonna have to carry me out or pull me out. Maybe uh, maybe Jimmy offers a helping hand to Agnes uh, to Agatha and leads her out. You cracking on? I'm just trying to be a gentleman, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. You've established yourself as a fucking bitch, so I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> um, yeah. d- d- are you going to go out with him, Agatha, or are you going to stand there? I mean, yeah, I'll just be let out. Like, I'm just going right. to, like, leave. Yeah. So you'll you're, you're leave the room, and they shut the curtains on the window that's there, um, and they basically tell you to go. go there, there's a nurse that's like... Um, you can go to the waiting area down the hall, or uh, there's there's a cafe across the street. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll let you know any news. Okay. Can I? Do we have a second to do something here? 
Yeah, that's it's, yeah, it's, cool. So uh, I'm gonna sort of step to the side with uh, Agnes. Ether. Uh, no, oh, with Agnes Merriweather. And I'll say, excuse me, Miss uh, uh, Mrs. Merriweather. Do you mind if I have a quick word in private? Uh, yes. Uh, of course. Uh, 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 let's let's just head on down here a bit. And we sort of just like walk down the hall a little bit and around the corner and we like sit on a bench so that we're like out of earshot. I I must say though, Rupert never mentioned you to me. Uh, who are you? Oh, excuse me. I'm terribly sorry. I should have introduced myself sooner. My name's Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Higgins. My, uh, my boss back in London, he, he's done a lot of work with your husband there. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for the man myself. So I'm just here in response for the boss, uh, to that letter that your husband sent. Uh, I must say, I'm terribly sorry to hear about his poor health. Uh, must be very hard on you. Uh, it, it is. Uh, we keep trying him to tell him to, to, to stay strong, but uh, it's quite bad. Uh, I want to ask her about the uh, occult researchers. Uh, there was Marion Allen. So I'll, I'll ask her. Um, yeah. Uh, your husband was telling us he used to get along with this gaff called uh, Alan. Marion Allen said he did some research with him. Do you remember him at all? Uh, no, I've, I've, I've never heard the name, I'm sorry. Uh, what sort of research? Never mind. I uh, think maybe, maybe I might have misremembered, you know. A lot of names going around in the head since I stepped off the boat. So uh, don't don't trouble yourself, love. Um, can I get you anything? Uh, just just a moment alone. No, I'm sure the family must be, uh, especially the young fella, must be a bit shook. I'll go check on him, and I just get up and and uh, give her a little bow of respect, and then I will walk point off. out Bert- Bertrand is just staring. Staring a thousand eyes through you at this point. Yeah. He thinks you're cracking on with mum. Right, that's my little bit. I'll stop okay. yeah, yeah. the show. Either of the other, what are the others going to do? Um, Oliver's sort of going to tentatively walk over to, um, was it Agatha? Agatha and yep. the box. Uh, and he just, Oliver says to Agatha, hey, hey miss, uh, you mind if I. Hold that for a second. Uh, at this point, like, it's only one insanity that's gone, so I'll just be like, I would probably just snap out of it and then kind of recoil a bit mm. and put the box, like, I would just kind of, yes, I want to open the box, but I'm opening the box. So oh, I would okay. just kind of put it down. Is there, like, a table or something in front of me? You're just, you're just in the hallway at this point, but yeah. maybe, okay. maybe in the waiting area there'd be somewhere... Yeah. Yeah, so I put it down on something and then start looking for, like, a latch or a a thing so I could open it, furiously trying to just, like, bring some sense into what has happened in the last ten minutes. Yeah, you're still covered in blood, but there's there's no lock on the box. You can just take the lid off. Okay, so I've taken the lid off. What's in the box? What's in the box? So, 
So Oliver's sort of looking over over Agatha's shoulder and seeing what's you know what's going on here, what's in this box. I love opening occult artifacts <laughs> in the hallway of a hospital <laughs> in fine. front of the family. <laughs> we, don't, of the we, don't know, we don't know what it is. It's I don't know them. <laughs> the box was just like you know like a metal box that you'd find in like a, a bank, like a safety deposit yeah, type it's, box. It's yeah. just the box right. at this point. Um, yeah, so you take the lid off and you find a couple things. There's an even smaller but like golden sarcophagus like box with some hieroglyphs on the outside there's another box. it's like a, a the, the box is in the shape of like a sarcophagus and there's some glyphs on both the outside and the inside um mm. but the glyphs on the inside are a bit different to the ones on the outside um there's also like a journal and then a letter that you can see is a, is addressed to the to the three of you Okay, I guess we read the letter. Yep. You all want to read the letter? Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, we're reading I, it. What are you doing? I, um... Maybe, maybe we should... I think maybe Just we should read this. Magnus. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if we see that it's addressed to all three of us, one of us... Shouldn't we, like, not read it in front of his family, though? I don't give a fuck. Do you care? <laughs> yeah, because his family doesn't know that he was doing a cult shit. Oh, I don't care. I'm covered in blood. You think I care that that there's family nearby? I'm literally covered in blood and have been told that I might need to battle a demon thing that I believe in because of my hobbies. You think I care about some idiots down the hallway? No. So, would you like to join for this letter reading or not? Well, I'm not going to physically restrain you from reading it, so I guess we're reading it. No. Okay, so I guess uh, one of us would probably grab you and then yeah like, i'm there I've walked oh, you, back you walked over, over? okay oh, all right yeah. reading the letter i'm gonna send it in the chat so one of you can read it out as if you're reading it out to the others who wants to read it oh well, agatha's the one you're, reading you're it. the ones holding it yeah okay dear friends in the years after the nightmarish events of that night of my youth i've seen many strange things only now do I begin to grasp the truth of reality and the scope of what is happening in the world. I've tried in my small way to combat the horrors and make amends for my past in bringing one to our plane of existence. What I have left to offer, what riches and wealth I have, I will put to good use in dealing with these abominations. It is the very least this old coward can do. I could never make myself go back to that little farmhouse and put those events to rights. I, too, gravely feared that that which my friends and I loosed upon this countryside. Nothing of consequence has yet taken place, but my death, I fear the bonds, but with my death, I fear the bonds will be broken and that horror freed to come and go as it pleases. Lives not yet taken already weigh heavy on my conscience. The method of delivering the thing out of this world is still in that accursed house. The translations made by Marion from the book De Vermis Mysterious, I was never strong enough to take on the task, but I have hoped that you are. In ridding the world of this, perhaps you will save my soul from hell, for I fear that my deeds have not been enough to release me from this heavy burden. I do not expect your forgiveness for what I, have, for what I ask of you. Rupert Merriweather. Well, that wasn't helpful at all. He's just repeated everything he repeated before he threw up all over me, I have to say. You guys have anything you want to say? <laughs> uh, well, what, 
the farmhouse. He never mentioned no farmhouse when I was staying with him. Mm. Does anyone know what his farmhouse is? Didn't he mention it before he threw up blood all over me? Whereabouts it was located? Does anybody remember that at all? What we need to do is find someone who knows about the research that he did with Alan. But if no you, one does. They're if, all dead. If you if you give the the box another scrape, you you do actually find oh, yeah. a little yellow envelope with the the deed and the key to the house. It it says oh, it says it's a little property oh. on Boone Road um, near the village of Ross's Corners, and it's like fifteen miles west of Arkham. Okay, so corner, so yeah, you you know you know you know where the property is. Okay, great. Okay, cool. Bertrand, Bertrand's still staring at you guys doing this, by the way. Mm. Okay, I guess... <laughs> I'm, uh... So, Jimmy's concerned for the young man there. Uh, he thinks that too much has already been... Uh, uh, uncovered in front of the family because clearly uh, he didn't... Mr. Merriweather didn't want his family to know that he was doing this sort of... Uh, occult stuff because we just found out from my conversation with the wife that she wasn't aware of the research well you know so at this point yeah at this point i'm gonna um strongly suggest to the others oh i could do with a cup of tea how about we go to the cafe and have a have a little mull over this um oliver agatha you want to join me at the cafe across the road that they mentioned nothing else to do I am again covered in blood, holding a, this letter. I just want to get, I personally, like as Agatha, want to just get this over and done with. So one of you's like probably going to have to talk me off the edge. Um, because what you, I would say to that is essentially just be like, I just, this is absolutely not what I wanted to be doing tonight. So if we're going to have to do it, I would rather just do it right now. I would t go to, I want to go to this farmhouse. I want to take care of it. And I want to be on my merry way. Thank you very much. You want to storm straight into a house full of demons without doing anything that you know about them first. You want going blind based on one letter. I happen to know a little bit about the occult. I'm sure it's not that difficult given we have these tools with us. I think there's but, a lot more that could be learned. Man, I guess what I would do is I would probably just put this everything back in the box, close it, hand it to Jimmy, and then go and find a bathroom to clean myself a little bit, wherein I'd then meet with you later on. Okay. You and all. Jimmy later. pockets the box. Did you? And... Sorry, did you say this was a like little golden sarcophagus in there, right? Yeah. I guess while you're while you. Yeah, so while you were reading the letter, while you were reading the letter, I guess Oliver's sort of like got the sarcophagus in his one good hand and he's sort of like sort of rotating it around and sort of trying to make sense of it. Um, yeah. So it's there's nothing inside it, it's just a little sarcophagus shaped box. Um to give give me a you you're gonna need a history or an archaeology roll to work out what the the, the, mar the markings are on the box. Mm. Uh, uh, well, my history is like a five. <laughs> yeah. So, I've got, yeah. I've got higher history, but I was going to wait till we were sitting down well, at the cafe I, I, table. I think Agatha went off to the bathrooms anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's gone to the bathroom, so I'm going to, I'm going to give it a crack and see if... Yeah, might as well. Know. Give it a roll. You might, uh, might. You might as well fast forward to we're all... I've got, got, got an 86. 86. Ooh. So... 
Nah, you, you. Oh no, that's shit. They're, they're, they're just they're just random scribblings to you. You got no idea. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, there was yeah. So do you want to all fast forward to the uh the cafe? Yep. And have you joined them at this point? Yeah, yeah, I've joined them, and then I would just kind of put my hand out for the box. I want the box back from Jimmy because I want to have a look at because having an interest in both the occult. And in history, I would like to examine the other items within it. All right. So you can all just do one roll, but we'll count mm-hmm. the result against both. Pick, pick either history or archaeology. And we'll I do I, I do history for me. So is right. it the, yeah, it's the so 10 do a, and the... Do what's called a combined roll. So you roll once, but we compare the result against both history and the cult at the same time. Okay, nice. So if you pass both, you learn two bits. Uh, I got sixty. Do you so, pass? Um, I don't, so I've got twenty-five occult and twenty-five history. No, so you fail. You fail. You can either uh, push mm. push the roll or just leave it. You you don't know what the glyphs are either. Mm. I guess I'd leave it for now. If I don't know, I don't know. This is why I think we need to learn a bit more. We need to speak to some of these researchers that the geezer mentioned. The researchers that are dead? Well, they have families, don't they? They have other occult researchers, don't they? What makes you think that their families would know any more than Rupert's families did? Maybe one of them had an apprentice, you don't know. Wouldn't they be dead too? I will, I will point out that you did also find a journal in the metal box. Yes. <laughs> is okay. Oliver reading that while we're I guess, yeah, while, while you yeah. two are arguing with each other, Oliver's just sort of, like, reading the journal. Yeah. So the journal, it's just like a little leather handmade journal. It's quite thick. Um, you can see that the entries date from June 1876 to 1881. I forgot to mention the year's 1923, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so my car does exist. <laughs> <laughs> brand new. Yeah, brand new. Yeah, um, yeah so the entry, entries date from June 70, 1876 to May 1881. Um, mm-hmm. But it's quite thick. There's a lot of entries in there. It'll probably take you a couple of hours of reading to work out what's relevant and what's not. So you can either choose to read it or just have a skim. Or Yes, all of us sort of skimming through... I guess looking for anything that sort of stands out in the pages. Yeah. So, uh, as I said, it, it's a bit thick, so you'd have to probably read it to work out what's important. But you do one page does stand out to you because there's a there's a like a bit of newspaper clipping mm. um, attached to it, yeah. and something else that you'll notice. Um, let me send that to you. And you can either read it to yourself or choose to tell the others, or it's up to you, since you're the one reading it. Yeah, so... I've put it in the group chat, but you're the one reading it. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Good talk. Listen, look at this. Brutal Moedo at Docks. The body of Mr. Marion Allen, late of Arkham, Massachusetts. That's the guy! That's the guy that was talking about! Uh, It was discovered early this morning near the Gulf of Panama Docks. A victim of foul play, the man was identified by local witnesses who said that Mr. Allen had been seen in the locale the evening before. Although the robbery was apparent motive, police report that the victim had gruesome marks carved into his forehead and his tongue had been cut out. What the hell? 
Mr. Allen. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Mr. Allen had reportedly gone to the police earlier this week, claiming that he was being followed and that he feared for his life. He said his shadowy pursuers were after an Egyptian artifact which he no longer possessed. But do you think do you think that that artifact that you got there, Agatha, that you think that's what they're talking about? I mean, it looks Egyptian. I guess that makes sense, and it's not within within this murdered man's, you know, hands. What what is the journal? Does it have something written above that little newspaper thing in the I, journal? Sure, yeah, sure. I I just discovered that Merlin Allen is dead and has been dead for some months now. He was murdered in New Orleans this past August. I suspect that he spoke to the wrong sort of people about the things that he has seen, and they killed him. The newspaper mentions the sarcophagus, so they must have been after the gold. Oh, there's gold! Hold up, hold up. That, that is three of us gone now. I must do something. We've I've already begun ancient history classes at the university. I, I believe I will try to research the problem, the farmhouse, in the manor. Uh, perhaps I will uncover an ancient s secret of how to rid out world of that beast in my own way. And when was this written exactly? Uh, October 14th, 1877. 77? That was 40- almost 40 years ago, and the man wasn't able to figure anything else. How on earth are we meant to figure this out in the next two days before this man dies? We gotta- we gotta do something. Okay, is there what anything the else on that page? We've got- we've got some names here. The, uh, the, Robert... the, the, there's lots of entries in the journal, but we'll take your time to read mm -hmm. it. Well, it'll take, it'll take you one, at least one of you time to read it. Are we, um, are we assuming at this point that Mr. Merriweather's already passed on? I mean, we could just go up and ask. We don't have to assume anything. My point is exactly. He might still be able to give us a bit more gaff on these geezers who was chasing his, his mate there. Okay, well, while we maybe go over this journal, as those from your neck of the woods say, jog on and go... Go find out from these geezers. Hmm? Why do you hate me? <laughs> I don't know. My, my character has a chip on her shoulder. She's covered in blood. I helped you. I gave you my hanky and you threw it on the floor. <laughs> Deal with it. Are you going okay. to jog on, Jimmy? Yeah, right. So uh, yeah. I'm going to silently stand from the table and right. sort of... Brush some soot off my, off the lapel of my jacket, and then, offense? and then I I sniff, and I turn around and I walk out the door back to the hospital right. to go to go check on Mr. Merriweather. All right, while I stick with Jimmy, I'll give the rest mm -hmm. of the um, journal entries that you guys find relevant, and mm -hmm. you can read them while we play with Jimmy for a bit. Okay. I don't mean to keep going off on my own. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't tell <laughs> no, you. No, it's fine. It, it's <laughs> splitting splitting up's per perfectly acceptable. Um, okay. I'm it's sorry. More. I love you. Um, in there's, real a, life. there's a bit there, so the two of you can try and read them. Um, yeah. All right, Jimmy. What, Jimmy's going to head back into the hospital. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I go back to the room, back up to the floor and to the room where it was. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, first, I look around to see if his family's still there. Um. You see Agnes basically a sobbing mess in her son's arms, but the son just looks at you and starts staring at you again. I do like a check because I've got, um, 
is it psychology that lets yeah. you like can i do a check to see if it's like i want to get a vibe for like why yeah go staring. for it he's staring at us so weird yeah go for it what's like your... is it a foreboding stare? what's your what's your psychology 40 okay so do you want some tricks? yep Oh, 98. <laughs> Not good. So that's because, like one point off a fumble. Because right? it's it's even worse. So because your starting stat was below 50, 96 or above is a is a fumble. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I look at the boy. I fall over and break my neck and die. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think of something. Um, Passing surgeon with a scalpel slips, uh, slices my throat. I don't, I don't know how to particularly fumble this, um, but could it be that he you, reads you, the expression wrong? <laughs> so yeah, you look, you look at Birch and he's just staring at you, and you, you, you may be, you may be thinking that he, he doesn't really, he doesn't really care about the health of his father. Um, he is more interested in you. He he's he's worried about the fact that he's never heard of you guys, and you've all of a sudden come in on on on, on this dark day and taking all the attention away from from him. Um, he's got no idea why the three of you are there, and you can just sort of see on his face that he he's more worried about you than his own father. Um, and and he start and he and he walks over to you and just grabs your grabs your like jacket or your shirt and just pushes you against the wall and, and you knock your head on the wall a bit so i'm gonna get get you to lose one hit point oh <laughs> i was gonna say that's all a really good outcome until then so sometimes with fumbles you get what you want but something bad happens so yeah you he, the son seems more concerned about you three than his own father okay so that information all sounds really useful though that's good to know. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I go, whoa, whoa, easy. Easy, young man. I know you've had a tough time of it, but, uh, you know, your dad wouldn't want you to, your old man wouldn't want you to be acting this way. And he basically and just says, who are you? I've, I've known your old man for a very long time. He was a, you know, he is a great man and... Um, just wanted to come over and, and check on him. I'm from England. Well, if you're such a good friend of his, how, why, why has he never mentioned you? Well, we haven't spoken in a long time, you see, but uh, I still do think very much of the old man, and at one time we worked very closely together. And uh, excuse me, but uh, I'm, I really have to go see if he's all right. He's I, dead. I fear for his... You what? Who told you that? The doctors. Okay, so at this point, I just, like, turn away from the kid because I'm very sceptical about him. I know he doesn't like me, so he could be lying to try and make me go away. I, and, I, I, uh, I saw he gave you that box. What was in it? I don't know why I'm speaking with a British accent now. <laughs> <laughs> it's contagious. Wait, wait, wait. Where's, where's my Massachusetts voice? All right. Um, <laughs> I, saw I, gave, I, saw, I saw he gave you that box. Boston. What was in it? And uh, I just turn around and I just say, I think if your old man wanted you to know, he would have given it to you, son. And then I, I walk off. Well, 
and I try to go find a nurse or a doctor and uh, ask them to corroborate what he said. Uh, yeah, so there's, there's there's still some movement within the within the hospital room itself, or, or there's a nurse at the nurses' station down the hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I walk up and I say, excuse me, love, uh, I'm a good friend of uh, Mr. Merriweather just down the hall there. Could you uh, tell me how he's doing? Uh, I'm sorry, dear, but Mr. Merriweather's gone. He passed oh, away not true. long ago. I see. And uh, was there any uh, significant, uh, how, how exactly did it happen? Did he have a heart attack, do you know? Well, we're all a bit confused, to be honest. Um, We thought it was cancer, but we're not quite exactly sure what was wrong with him, to be honest. Um, He just kept getting sicker and sicker, and he he seems to have had some sort of heart failure, but I'm not the doctor. You'd have to ask them. Oh, it was a bit strange, though, the uh, happenings of his passing. Well, the doctors kept changing their mind about what the diagnosis was, and nothing ever seemed to really fit, they said. I see. That actually tells me everything I want to know. Thanks very much, love. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. He was a great man. And then I... I'm sure he was. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, yeah, Jimmy's going to gonna, gonna uh, go and offer his condolences to... Agnes, and then return to the cafe. And I give the young man a hearty glare as I walk <laughs> past him. And he just gives you a hearty glare back. Yeah. All right, you come back down to the cafe. Um, the other two are just chit-chatting about the journal, maybe. Did you, I... see, what, did you see what's going on? His head, his head was mm-hmm. taken off. Mm-hmm. It seems that we are dealing with uh, with something that might be slightly beyond my my own knowledge of the occult. Yeah, I think we're in over our head here. So I I sit down and wait for them to finish talking, and then I take off my hat and put it in my lap, and I say, "I've just gotten back from the hospital. Mister Merriweather has passed on." Well, shit, is all I have to say. We should all pack our bags and get as far away from here as possible because I do not see us being able to do this. Two things of interest, though. First of all, this young man is incredibly sus on us. <clears throat> he doesn't trust us at all. And he was didn't seem too cut up about his old man either. He was much more interested in us. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly... I spoke to one of the nurses, asked about the uh, happenstance of Mr. Merriweather's passing. She said it was strange. Uh, the doctors couldn't explain exactly what was making him ill. So I think we've definitely got some uh, occult nonsense going on here. Non- nonsense? Why do, you, why do you call it nonsense? Why are you even here is what I want to know. How exactly is an English driver... Gonna help if you believe it's nonsense. Listen, love, I don't exactly believe in all this witchcraft voodoo crap, but 
I do believe that Mr. Merriweather was a good man. And if my gov trusted him, then I trust him. We're all here together. He's asked us all. So I think right now it's in our best interest to work as a team and try to sort this one out. How how's Oliver feeling about this dynamic between yeah. Jimmy and Agatha? Oliver Oliver's just learnt the news that his uh, I guess his sponsor has just died, like the person who sort of helped him yeah, like, true. together after the war. <laughs> and he's actually like he's genuinely like grieving right now. He's trying to process it all, and he's got these two old people arguing with each other. And he's just like sort of like his head, his what his head in his one hand, and just like like my my. My mentor, my sponsor has died. Like, Jimmy age. places a fatherly hand on Oliver's shoulder. Sorry, <laughs> mate. I'm sorry, mate. Clearly, he meant a great deal to you. Oliver just sort of like takes his hand, just sort of shoves it off, and just sort of storms off like a petulant <laughs> teenager. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're I'm just gonna have to pull everyone in line. <laughs> just sort of like goes was... off in the corner to cry. Poor, poor Jimmy. Poor Jimmy. I know, poor Jimmy. I'm about to go full fucking... I'm about to go rough and tumble on you, cunts. This is hey, real I, awful. Um, you. I don't know how rough and tumble <laughs> yeah. you. He's a big guy. Uh, He's a big guy. All right, so Jimmy's brought this news to you. The other two of you read the journal. Um, what yeah, do you guys want yeah. to do now? Okay. Well, I guess we tell them, tell him what had happened, and if Oliver's stormed off, I guess I've yeah. witnessed this, this, and I'll be like... Well, what we've learned is that we're fucked, as I mentioned. Essentially, they thought that they were summoning a djinn, probably so that they could get some wishes or some greedy bullshit like that. However, they instead apparently summoned the worst thing you can possibly imagine, which immediately murdered one of them, drove the other insane, and is currently locked in the attic as of... Three minutes ago, or whenever Mr. Merriweather died, he is now no longer locked in the attic, I would have to surmise. This is something that they have apparently been trying to research for years to be, to get, to some, take back from when they summoned from, and have failed. And the only other piece of information we have is that it was in a piece of amber in the sarcophagus we found in the metal box. That's all we know, and... As I mentioned, we are fucked. Do you have anything to add to this, Oliver? Do you have anything you'd like to add to what I've just I put in summation? Oliver's just sort of like, sort of just, he's sort of walking around the, I guess, the cafe, like, just sort of really angry, just like, sort of still trying to process what what's going on. Like, his friend has just died, and he just sort of stops and he goes... He mentioned mentioned a cabin. He said we had to go and stop some demon or whatever the fuck is going on. Look, the guy the guy was good to me. I say, you know, he, he he helped me. He helped me from a dark place, got me a job. I say, fuck it, let's just let's just do this. What what do you, what do I need to do? One of you is one of you has got to be smart enough to figure out what's going on here. Just tell me what I need to do, and I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. I don't care. Well, fuck it. I guess I don't have much choice here. I've already been covered in the man's blood. I might as well go look at this goddamn farmhouse. 
Jimmy, thoughts? I think maybe uh, we could try to follow up on these police reports about uh, the murder of Mr. Allen. Perhaps uh, our young friend here, Mr. Freeman, would uh, do some valuable research at the library. Do you know he's a librarian? Yeah, yeah we've chatted, we've talked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, I can, I can do that. I just, I just, I just gotta do one thing. Wait right here. What? I'll be right back. So Oliver's, Oliver's gonna go uh, to, I guess, the hospital bed that uh, Merriweather was sort of in. He just wants to get like one last look at him before he goes. Just sort of process it himself that all of it that you know, that he's died basically. Going to be pretty like, grisly. <laughs> the the yeah. Bertrand just gives you another death stare as you go in. Yeah. Well, I want to. This Bertrand character would have interested me based on what he talked about, and uh, I want nice to. Yeah. yeah, I, I want to go have a little have a little talksy with our son. Why has he been so? Bloody shifty. That's what I want to know. Uh, as as Bertram's looking at Oliver, Oliver's like, "What the fuck are you staring at? What was in the box?" Oh, I fucking no, man! I don't fucking know. Sort of walks, just sort of ignores him, like sort of half ignoring him, just like dismissing him, and just sort wait. Of, like, so hang on. So has Agatha come up at the same time? Yeah, I come up after Oliver, and I'm just I'm just watching. We could have just all gone together. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're back at the hospital room. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. What was in the box? Well, I, so, you know, Oliver's had his little freak out, and I'd be like, I, I would just be like, I don't know. Why do you want to know what's in the box, young sir? Because I've never heard of you, and on, the, on my father's final day, he gives you a box. What was in it? Why, you've been so shifty. All you could have known is that in that box was a very nice farewell letter. To a dear, dear friend of his. I think you should leave. I think you should tell me why you are acting so strange and hostile to me and my compatriots, son. I think you should leave. Is there a way I can, like, like do a reading on him or something? I try. <laughs> I try. You'll regret it. Well, I would try. I would try. Is there, like, I've got, like, psychology. Well, it depends. Depend. Are, are you trying to get a reading or are you trying to get him to do something? I want to know why he's being so bloody shifty. So I guess, what's psychology again? If, you could use it. You could use a pers- like a persuade role to mm-hmm. to, yeah, as, to basically a- ask him to cough up why he's so frustrated. Yep. I'll use a persuade. Oh, God. All right, let's see. Come on, lucky number seven. I got 21, and my persuade's 50, so I got under the half. Yeah. All right, so basically, Bertrand says, I'm upset because I've never heard of you, and I'm afraid that Father has left you something in his will that he shouldn't have. What do you what do you know? What are you worried about? Oh, you mean you mean left us something of value? Is that what you mean? My point is he shouldn't have left you anything at all. Well don't you worry your pretty little what was young in the box? head about it. I told you it was a very nice letter to his compatriots letting them know his farewell. Nothing of worth. That of that I can guarantee you.
Do I look like I need money? I, th- I, th- I think at this point, Agnes just pulls Birchin along and they walk off down the hall. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the son knows nothing. He's useless. The, the guy's dead. We need to go somewhere else. But I guess he's Oliver... Yeah, sorry. So I guess Oliver, meanwhile, Oliver's sort of like... He's in the room where they put the, the white sheet over the body and he's sort of like... Sort of... I don't know. He's, he's like hand on the, on the corpse and he's just like sort of saying like a prayer or just saying goodbye or something like that. It's very it's sweet. Very sweet of you. It'll tear rolling down his cheek. The only... <laughs> Yeah, the, the only father figure he's ever had since oh, his dad Jesus. left him. All right. You're going to so catch sort of demon like... cardiac arrest yeah. if you touch that yeah, corpse. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. nurses and doctors basically are trying to shoo you out of the room at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I guess we really just need to go somewhere to figure out what these glyphs on the sarcophagus are. Yeah. So Oliver walks out and goes, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Where are we going? What are we doing? Want me to go? Want me to take it to the library? Does your library have information on ancient Egyptian glyphs? Well, I'll check the Dewey Decimal System. We'll get back to you. Okay. Well, that's one thing. And then, so I guess yeah, we should probably go and do some research on Egyptian glyphs and also these murders. Everybody happy with that? Yeah. So you 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 gonna split up to do this? Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna yeah I'll go to the library if anyone else wants to come with me yeah I would also go to the library yeah. would you yeah, do that or would... okay stick it together we're all going to the library to do some research only thing is I can't read that's not true you're educated <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you're intelligent and you're educated that's all street education uh, Oliver are you a library at Arkham's local university Sorry, uh, are, are you I, a libra- Sorry, are you a librarian at, at the the library at the local no, no, university? I'm a, I'm a librarian at like a very small like library in Boston, so okay. I haven't actually been to this this big fancy library before. So I'm kind of yeah, and like you know, one library they're all the same. You know, the, the, the 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 library at the Miskatonic University in Arkham is known for having one of the largest collections of books and volumes and manuscripts and scrolls. Mm in the world this is, and it's it's very well uh visited by people interested in occult matters and ancient history and archaeology and all that sort of thing so you you know that that's the best place to go place to go so uh, i'd say that's where you head um mm-hmm. i'm gonna get i'm gonna get oliver to give me a, a luck roll to see if he happens to know anyone at the university sure okay my luck's 40 uh, 13. Let's go. Great. So not only do you know someone at the university, you, 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 you've met and have had quite a few conversations with one of the ancient um, Egyptian experts within the library. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he, he works there every day. So you could probably yeah. go talk to him. His name's... Uh, what. Uh, Warren Rice. Oh, walking in. Is that... Warren! Warren! No, oh, I haven't seen you since, you know... I haven't seen you in ages, Warren. Warren, what's going on? Ah, uh, Freeman, what are you doing here? Hey, hey, look, look. <laughs> uh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. 
who left the pizza in all the encyclopedias, all right? That was the other guy. That was the other guy, okay? You know you know me. You know me. It wasn't... You know, I'm a good guy. You know I'm a good guy. What, what, what do you want? Okay, me and my friends here, uh, we're, we're demon hunting, right? We're looking for some sort of book. What's the name? <laughs> What's the name of the book? What's the name of the book? Uh, I think what our, our colleague is trying to say here is we are interested in looking in your demonology and Egyptology sections of your very expansive records here. That that's it. That's that's the one. That's the one. That's the, uh, that's quite a the, that's quite a specific uh, request. What's it about? Oh, you know, just casual interest in the occult and in ancient history. We're not demon hunting. <laughs> forget what he said. <laughs> you know, just a, we're, we're a club, I, and we thought that right now we would look at ancient demon summoning oh. rituals as part of our Egyptology interest. Don't worry about our fun little friend here. He's just well, very I, I don't know too much about uh, uh, the the demon thing, uh, but if you have any questions about. The ancient Egyptians. I'm sure I could help you. Yeah, you got. And then you got any just, books about the, the ancient e, 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 Egyptians? Yeah, the Egyptians. Can Oliver speak? <laughs> He's got brain. He's got shrapnel in his skull. He, he right? did say he was a bad librarian. <laughs> yeah, terrible librarian. <laughs> and then I would just grab the metal box and then grab the sarcophagus and be like, "Could you please translate this or point us to somewhere?" Where we could get this translated. It's not Google. You just uh, you gotta do it. Oh, well, he knows about it. He oh, knows about uh, it. He could. He could this help. is this is an interesting piece. Uh, where where where'd you get it from? That doesn't matter. It's part of our club. We we found it. It's yeah. Our clubbing. Uh, <laughs> By which I mean. It just happened upon a dear friend of ours. Higgins cuts in and says, it's an old family heirloom. We're just interested. Well, I, I could try to translate it. it. It will take me a day or so. I, I would have to find the appropriate um, translation uh, books. Um, uh, you Is could leave like it, something... You could leave it with me and, and pick it up tomorrow, uh, but... Yeah. I, I do have other things to do today, so... Is is there a way we can do, do like, a check on him or something to see whether or not the guy's actually trustworthy with leaving this thing with him? Yeah, I trust. Yeah, you can I do... Yeah. So you can always use psychology... Oh. You can always use psychology okay. roles to check someone's, like, uh... Hidden, All right. Hidden, Sincerity. I'm gonna, Sincerity. I'm gonna do a psychology role to check this guy's... Yeah. Uh, Sincerity, come on. 22 and i have a 40. great so yeah he 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 doesn't seem shifty at all um he's just genuinely busy and you you don't you don't get any feeling he's gonna you you, you don't get a feeling he's gonna nick it or anything it'll just take him some time to work it out okay well i would suggest gentlemen we leave the sarcophagus in this lovely gentleman's hands and come back tomorrow in the meantime maybe we could research that news article we were interested in oh, i think i might head off to the occult section and see if i can find a copy of this um de vermus mysterious <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go with 
Is it is it Jimmy? Jimmy Higgins? Jimmy. Yeah. Oliver's gonna go did, with Jimmy. Did I hear you say the Vermis Mysterious? Yeah, I heard about it. I uh, I, I read a lot of alternative it, magazines. It, it, it's funny, we've had quite a few requests for that text lately, but we we do not have a copy. Oh, oh, okay. I'm gonna do a persuasion to get him to tell me who's What's been your persuasion? What's your persuasion? Huh? To to do what? I want him to tell me who's been requesting it. Mine's a higher persuasion. I should probably do it. Aren't you? Oh, we're all together. Aren't we? we're all well, together. If, well, if it's if it's you specifically doing it, you roll. But if you if you're all agreeing, I guess you can get someone else to do it. That's a good idea. We would all want to know. What's your persuasion? Fifty. Oh, it's considerably higher. Okay, yeah. yeah, you do it. All right, I'll do it. I ask. What's your persuasion, to, uh, Oliver? Do you have persuasion? I, I whisper to Agatha. Uh, I'm not a persuasive guy. Sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. Not, not known for his talking. All right. Come on. Lucky number seven. Oh, 18. Oh, sorry. That was very loud in the mic. Yeah, that's 18. right. 18. Um, and I have 50. Yeah. So what, what are you specifically asking? Sorry, you mentioned other people were interested. Would you happen to to know who that was? We we might know them from our club, and I'm just interested in in knowing if we do. Well, no, it's not that we don't have a copy. It's that we only have the one, and it, I believe it is in the restricted collection of the library that only the uh, the doctors who have positions here can access. Um, there's a there's a Doctor Armitage. He, I believe he's had a bit of interest in that book lately, but I don't believe he's here at the moment. Oh, and would you happen to know where we could find this Doctor Armitage? I I I'm a, I'm afraid not. I I haven't seen him for a, a week or so. Okay. What else can you tell us about him? Uh, you know, what section of the university does he work in? Uh. <laughs> I just want to know, like, how I can find him more. Yeah, yeah. Is or there anything we can know? I, I, I think this professor just keeps suggesting that um, you won't find him within the next few days or anything. Okay. Interesting. He, he's, he, 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 was... he, he believes Doctor Armitage, Armitage is out of town at the moment. Okay, and and that he was there. You mentioned other people have requested this book. Oh, I I I don't know who. I, okay, I, I was just talking to the doctor the other day, and you were talking to him the other day. How how long ago was this? The other day? Oh, last last Monday, I guess. Okay, before he left. <laughs> well, thank you. I guess yeah. Could you please? I would like to go look at your newspaper clippings. What do you... Do you guys still want to go look at the occult? Still? Yeah, sure. Uh, hey, hey. What was, what was the guy's name? What was the librarian's Warren. name? Warren. Dr. Warren. Hey, hey Warren. Uh, wh where is the restricted section in the library? <laughs> That's... Uh, yeah, it's on the second floor down the back, but you won't be able to get in. Uh, okay. Okay. No, no, just, just curious, just curious. Oh, actually, hey, hey, 
Would would you happen sense. to have a picture of this doctor? I'm just if in case we run into. He carries one in his wallet. Well, yeah, that's him. Is there something <laughs> we can see what he look where he looks like? Is there a way we can find out how what he looks uh, like? I'm sorry, Miss. I I know the man. I I don't love the man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know where you can find him. Okay, damn it. I have disguise. We could have disguised one of us. Uh, yeah, true. I actually have 35 in stealth, so I'm going to try and sneak into the restricted section. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Is this Harry so you're just going to peel off? <laughs> yeah, oh, so as why you sort of head to the occult, I'm going to try and... All right, we'll go to the occult, I go to newspapers, and yeah. then, or like, All right, we'll news, start, and then we'll he goes... We'll start, we'll start with Oliver. Oliver, yeah. you, you want to stealth your way into the restricted section? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, give me, give me a stealth roll. Uh, <laughs> 59, 10. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Do you want to push it or spend luck? Or... Uh, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to push it. Mm. Push it. Um, certainly. Yeah. It's good. You remember you can spend some luck and try again. No, no. Oh, it's, it's just pu pushing it just means rolling again. But if you fail again, something bad might happen. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to push it. Uh, oh, 26. And what, what's your stealth? 35. Okay. So there's, there's a guard that sort of sits outside the door to the restricted collection. Um, but he's asleep at the moment. So you just sort of creak the door open a bit. It creaks a bit, but you, you manage to get in. And the, the, the attendant at the desk is just sort of looking at a book in the other direction. So yeah, you sneak in. Right. Nice. Nice. So I'm going to start looking for this book. I'm going to need library use out of you, sir. Library use. Okay. Uh, at, that's 35. Uh, 36. I'm going to push my luck. You, <laughs> you, spend... just, you can just spend luck. Yeah, I'm going to spend luck. Yeah, so spend you, luck. you just need to spend yeah. one point of luck. Done. And a thirty-nine luck. Cool. And I. All right. Well, you you get you go around looking for this book. In the meantime, what are you going to be looking for, Mister Jimmy? Um. Wait. You're going to look in the occult section. So so Oliver's currently scouring. Isn't the Oliver in the? No, he's in the restricted. He's in the restricted section. Is that not the occult section? No, no this is the general public occult section. Okay. It's, it, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's in a dark corner. <laughs> it's not It's not <laughs> the latest, you know, novel. I'll, so. I'll go to the <laughs> occult section and um, maybe I'll try to do, like, some research on the glyphs that were on the, the little sarcophagus. They were just Egyptian glyphs. Give, give me what, sorry? Oh, I forgot to ask. Um, did you end up leaving the sarcophagus with the professor? Yeah, yeah, we yeah we did. We'll okay. come back yeah. tomorrow. Um, all right. So yeah, give me a library use, Jimmy. Library use. Okay, I don't have any extra in that. It's just twenty. Oh gosh. Mm. Come on, one in five. Yikes. Eighty six. Oh. <laughs> so. I burned the whole library you're, down. You're, you're, what'd you get? 86. <laughs> yeah. So you, you're a driver. You're not a reader. <laughs> you, I'm so smart. You, I'm so you, educated. You just sort of tagged along with the other two. You don't really know how to help in this situation. Um, 
Start reading about My Little Pony. What the <laughs> fuck is this? You start, this reading, you start reading Harry Potter. You, 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 no, find, you, find, you find some books on some strange concepts, but you've, you've never really read into this stuff before, so... I'm, I'm like reading fiction, but I'm so dumb that I think it's real. I'm like, oh, they do cast no, spells. No, you just really pick up the book that someone was too lazy to put back All in right. the right spot, and so you just what, what is what is powerful. Agatha looking for while Jimmy's um, got no idea? Well, what he's I'm doing. finding so in that journal, in that first journal entry, there were those names, and we only have uh, newspaper clippings on the one guy, Mary, Mary and Allen, and so. I want to see if I can find any information on their... It looks like they've died, so on their deaths. Uh, I'll just give you this one for free. Nah, there's oh! there's, there's nothing that stands out. You, you, you don't find those other names anywhere. Okay, do I find anything that could be of interest around this, like, cult or strange happenings in a farmhouse nearby or something like that? Um, not nothing that nothing specifically related to what Rupert told you. Okay, so the newspaper clippings aren't helpful. Is this what we just walk <laughs> away from the newspaper clippings? Got it. I'll go try to find uh, Oliver or Jimmy and let him know that was not useless. That was useless. Yeah. Rather. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Oliver, um, you you found in like one of the little catalog books that sort of sit at the end mm. of some of the aisles. Um, you do yep. find. Um, Dvermis Mysterious listed, um, but it says that there's only one volume in the library, and you haven't been able to find it. So it's probable that this Doctor Armitage has it. Right. Okay. Okay. So all our research has turned up squat. <laughs> that yep. was. So what Basically. we really want to try and do is find this Doctor Armitage, right? Yeah. I think that's our number one priority. Yeah. Okay. So. How do we do that? How do you find... Oh, I guess if he's a doctor at this library, wouldn't there be some information on him? Like what he studies? He's out of town? Is there a reason he's out of town? Yeah, is there like an info area at the university, like a reception or something? Like a... Yeah, there's a reception. Yeah. Can we... Well, uh, I reckon we should go to the reception and see if anyone can point us in the direction of this uh, doc and... Uh, we might be able to find a bit more about where he's gone or when he might return. Yeah. Let's, yeah, can we do that? Uh, yeah, so the receptionist says, oh, I believe he's out on a business trip. He won't be back till next week. Next can, week? Can we do a... I, I lean over to Agatha and I say, see if you can get her to tell us where he's gone. Okay. Well, I'll try persuading her. Apparently, I'm the only one around here with any people skills, so... Well, I could try, but it's yeah. mathematically yeah. unintelligent to do that. All right, well, I'll try and persuade. All right, come on. Ooh, five! Oh! Ultra success. Ultra success. I have a 50, so that's below even the, the fifth. I, 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 I believe it was a... He was just going on a... Uh, on a trip to San Francisco. Oh, okay. Shit, that's a lot. That's very far away from where we are in the 20s. That's the <laughs> side of the country, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get on a train, boys. <laughs> I'm going to... Hint, 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 
it's a red herring. Don't go that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three months later, what was his name again? This doctor. I and don't know. The whole world burned to the ground because this demon's been released in the time it took us to. Poor Keeper Liam here sitting like, stop caring about this book. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's. Doctor of the book. Well, we'll worry about that later. So we've got the sarcophagus. Let's just go to the house and get murdered by demons already. (laughs) Well, no. Shouldn't we wait at least until tomorrow till we have the sarcophagus translated? That's actually something we're getting done. Is there, there wasn't anything else in the metal box, right? There was just the... Um, Those, the yeah, no, you've, you've, you've found everything in the box. You've found everything. We've read through everything of interest. I think literally the only thing we was might Was there have anything been... in the other journal entries? Because we only read through one... It of was the... just, like like I said, it was literally just talking about the summoning of this creature thing. Um, and then basically it killed two people. And then they realized it was locked in the attic... And it was originally held in this sarco- gold sarcophagus that they thought they thought it was like a jinn, like a genie, and so they tried to release it, and instead it was this like disgusting, like horrible demon thing. Um, Is it corporeal? It's invisible or something. Is that? Did I read I, that right? Is it implied in the journal? The journal said that it was like an invisible mist, and then they blew. What was it? They the dust of Ibn Ghazi. And they could then see it all clearly, and it was this like disgusting creature. Faceless thing with a thousand moors, yeah. We where yeah, it definitely is corporeal form. Yeah. Terrifying corporeal form. It's terrifying corporeal form. And so all we know is that it came from the sarcophagus, and Marion Allen said that that was the thing that could potentially capture it again. Alright. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's coming up on about six PM in the evening now. Um, yeah. what are you guys gonna do? Well, we have to wait till tomorrow for this guy to have this done. So I would suggest we all go to our hotel rooms and come back tomorrow when this thing's been translated. I don't think we're going to get very much else out of this entire research. Any thoughts on that? Yep, I'm happy to fast forward to getting back to research on the sarcophagus. Yeah. Great. All of you give me a constitution roll while you're sleeping. Oh, dearie me. Because the dude died, so the demon's at large now. Could be haunting us right now. Okay. Oh, boy. Come on. 21, which is below my constitution. 27. 27. I have 50, so... Such shit luck. (laughs) My constitution's high. It's 60, but I rolled 64. Oh, buddy boy. So, while, while Jimmy's sleeping, he has quite a few vivid dreams. He... He, he worked with Mr. Merriweather a lot um, as his driver and at times this is just as his friend um, and you just have a vision or a dream of basically a large like claw bursting out through uh, Mr. Merriweather's stomach one day while you were driving him around and it jolts you awake. This has been the Fumbled Anthology. New episodes are released every Sunday. And for more information... 
please check out our website fumbledanthology.com or seek us out on the social media of your choice. See you next week.